welcome to our podcast where we read scary stories on the internet. My name's Holiday. This is Ember. And don't mind the background noise. We're, We're currently home. at a hotel in Florida. And we sound exhausted. I deeply apologize. We were swimming today, and I probably inhaled about six gallons of pool water this morning, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, So this podcast is where, as Ember said, we read scary stories, mostly from Reddit, but also other things. We will give full credit. If we didn't give enough credit, or if you think we did something wrong, please, by all means, let us know. Um, So the first story is one that I will read to Ember, and then... Um, I'll react to it. And then she'll find another story and read it to me. But this first story is on the True Stories of Creepy Encounters subreddit, otherwise known as r slash Let's Not Meet. This one is by, this is a true story, actually, by user Enough Pizza Now. Um, it's called I, a Pizza Guy, Intercepted a Kidnapping During a Delivery. Oh, that's lovely. Uh-huh, it sounds fun. Okay, so let's get right into it. I deliver pizza, and I've been having a really busy night. Non-stop talk back and forth without any type to even pause and take a leak. I've been so busy that I wasn't even thinking about bathroom breaks, but we're also going through a bit of a heat wave in our area, so I've been drinking copious amounts of water. Oh, no. All of a sudden, as I was driving to this particular delivery, the urge to go hit me. Like, things went from zero to 60 in an instant. Thankfully, I was close to the customer, so I could get this one over with quickly. Or so I thought. I pulled up to the house and I was in an area I'd delivered in before, so I could immediately see that something wasn't right. All of the lights were off in the house, not even the glow of the television or anything. It was an extra it was extra apparent because the street light closest to the door happened to be out of order. And on top of it all, the block was dead quiet. This is a big university area, and obviously there aren't many student renters in July, but there had to be at least one person because someone ordered this pizza. Maybe they just like sitting in the dark or they were out in the backyard, whatever. I just didn't want to get out of my car and knock on a quiet house in the middle of the night around 9.30 p.m. I mean, even if you were in the dark, I mean, in the back, you should at least keep on, like, your kitchen light. Yeah. Or something. Because what if you... How are you going to get back in? Mm. I mean, do you have, like, glow-in-the-dark eyesight or something? <laughs> I mean, come on now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It says, without first checking that I had the correct address and the customer was inside. It was scorching hot that night. Even after sundown, my car's AC is a joke. And the piping hot pizzas didn't help things much. So I had to try and open the car door as infrequently as possible to keep any cool air in. I called the number of the customer for, provided, and the voice on the other end said kind of brusquely and, and out of breath, Yeah? I just tried to keep it clear and concise. Hey, it's your pizza out front, but there doesn't appear to be anybody home? And the customer replied, still gasping for air, Yeah, I'm not home. I had to pee so badly by that point that I was much much less patient than I'd otherwise been with a customer right out of the gate. Well, then we're going to have to terminate the order because I've arrived at the stated delivery window and you were supposed to pay in cash, so I don't know what to tell you. Plan ahead next time. 
I instantly regretted letting my bladder do the talking for me as the voice on the other end came through more clearly. A young, bubbly girl and very distraught who couldn't have been older than 20 or 25. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I was running down the street so I could barely hear you, she cried. I just switched out of my AirPods. Is that better? Sorry, I completely lost track of time at work, but I knew you were coming. That's why I'm literally running home right now. Please don't leave. I'm starving and I don't have a car. Seriously, please don't leave. Five minutes tops, okay? I know what it's like to be hungry and running late, and I have no and have no car, but not live near any restaurants. Plus, when I heard her voice, I began to remember more specifically that she had delivered to this place a few times before, and she'd always been perfectly nice. Now I felt bad for snapping at her. I tried to walk it back while simultaneously looking out my window for potential places to urinate. No, no, my bad. I'm letting the heat get to me, and it's not your fault. No need to rush. See you when you get there. I hung up while surveilling the street, starting to think I was really out of luck. All of the other houses had people in them and were close together, so there were no clumps of trees or out-of-the-way patches of land or anything. Of course, I had just tossed my empty water bottle away at the last delivery, because I'm an idiot. Finally, as I decided it was escalating to the point of an emergency and the safest bet was to use a bush in front of the woman's house, she wasn't home. The street light was out, so no one could see me. The people who were home were inside my car. What? Uh, no, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the people who were home were inside. My oh, car was, was parked. My car was parked across the street, and we are a small shop who didn't wear uniforms. So if someone did spot me, they'd have no way to connect me to my employer. Animals pee outside all the time. Humans are animals. This is fine. I scurried over to the tallest bush in her front yard. She didn't really have much of a yard, just more of a walkway lined with bushes and flowers that ran adjacent to her front door. The biggest cluster of bushes, the only one where I could be sure there was no visible splatter on the side of the house, was about four feet from her door. I looked both ways, unzipped, and let it fly. After the initial millisecond of relief, I noticed that the sound was way off, more like peeing on something solid than something leafy. Or leafy. I started panicking, thinking I'd aim wrong, but once I st- started, I couldn't stop midstream, so I kept squinting into the darkness to see if maybe I was hitting a key rock or something, and I could just move a few inches over. Instead, all of a sudden, I heard a way more concerning noise, a deep voice exclaiming, what the fuck? And before I could turn around, assuming I'd been caught by a neighbor, a man came leaping out of the bushes. He blew by me, brushing my golden shower off him as, as he did. He spit pretty empathetically on the ground, so I think I might have beamed him right in the face. I didn't see where he went after a few paces, but though this part is kind of a blur, I do think I remember hearing a car screech out from a bit further away after a minute. I'd gotten some night vision by that point, so I was able to make out his height, build, and outfit but only the most general details of each. I was in such shock that I didn't even put my uh, (laughs) away. I just stood there trying to figure out what had happened. The reality was so terrifying that my mind refused to accept it and and impulsively searched for a reasonable explanation that could make everything okay. I thought, could these bushes lead to some backyard area and just look like they're against the house? Could they have been obscuring an open window? 
My inner voice was desperately screaming, dude, that man was wearing a hoodie in 90 degree weather. That was a bad man. You're in a bad situation. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. But the very idea that I was within inches of a guy who could, who would be hiding in bushes at all, let alone in front of a young woman's house at night, just, I just wasn't ready for, to grapple with this yet. I was coping by not coping. My fight-or-flight response totally failed me at that point because my dumbass did the absolute last thing I should have done and approached the bushes to try and validate this. There must have been a good reason for a man in a hoodie to be behind those bushes in the middle of the night. So I walked to over to the side, turned on my phone flashlight, and tried to peer around the line of shrubbery. So now he's going to use his flashlight. <laughs> Pro tip. As scary as things may look in the dark, seeing them with a single beam of your flashlight can sometimes make it work, look even worse. That's awesome. when I saw the bag. There was a tattered... body bag. <laughs> <laughs> there was a tattered drawstring bag sitting behind the bushes, slightly splashed with pee. Oh, God. But I was in such a moronic daze from shock that I groped around for it, thinking, see, this will explain why he was back there. Not really. I, it explained it. Once I maneuvered it over and pulled it open, I saw a sharp knife, a roll of duct tape, and a bottle of pills. Love that. The delusions officially broke at that point, and all the adrenaline, endorphins, and self-preservation instincts that I had been suppressed that had been suppressed kicked in ten times over. I became whatever the opposite of dazed is, more laser focused than I've ever been in my life, with one singular goal: get back to my car. I dropped the bag, booked it across the street, got in my car, slammed the pedal to the floor before the door was even all the way closed. I went as far as I could, as fast as I could, until I hit a red signal. Then I pulled off to the side and realized I shouldn't be driving any more than necessary in the condition I was in. I pulled into the parking lot of a 24-hour drugstore and took a breath. I was finally calm and coherent enough to zip up and form a plan of action. My first lucid thought was, who do I call first? The police or the girl whose house this was? The girl. Yeah, definitely. Because he didn't really know what the guy looked like, right? Exactly. How are you going to call like, the cops? What's he going to tell the police? Oh, yeah, I pissed in some lady's bush when I was trying to deliver her pizza. Right, and then this guy okay. ran out from the bush. And I don't know what he I looked I don't know like, what he looked really, like, but like, he had a bag full of, like, murder and I Supplies. touched it, so... And I touched but it wasn't it, me. So, like, <laughs> come on, man. Really? Yeah. What are you going to tell the cops on that one, Chief? Yeah. I thought about it for what couldn't have really been more than ten seconds, but felt like an hour. And I decided, okay, I'm in my locked car with the engine running. If trouble starts, I can drive away. I know something's up. But she might not need to... Or she needs to know not to keep walking in that direction. Obviously. But She's going to get murdered. <laughs> yeah. But as I was dialing her number, it occurred to me. What if there was no girl? Though I remember delivering to that house before, but what if I was wrong? What if the girl on the phone was just a decoy to get me there to rob me? Or worse. Every pizza guy on the planet has seen the evil genius documentary by now. So I thought she called me out of breath. She wasn't home. The whole thing was, was off. I can't risk it. I'll start with the cops. I called 911. The, op the operator was very helpful no. in keeping me calm. 
because I was a complete wreck by this point. Probably. He kept assuring me that someone would be there soon. I kept telling them that they had to get there before the girl did, but I was trying to express three thoughts in, at once and really damaging my own credibility. It came out more as, you've got to save this girl because he wasn't after me. I was just delivering a pizza, unless they were after me, which in case there might not be a girl, but I talked to one on the phone, so you should find that girl because they used her to lure me there. But if she's real, she doesn't know about the guy who is also real, but then there could be more guys if there's actually a girl. And you know what? Even if there isn't a girl, that might actually be more guys. I only checked one part of the bushes, so I don't actually know. But we'll know which guy is the one because I, I saw because I pissed all over him. You know, I didn't mean to, but this was back when I thought the girl was real, but not home. She might be real, but you also need to find her because if the guy was real, finally, basically, just asked me to stop talking and stay on the line. But that was when I saw an incoming call from the customer. I couldn't answer it without disrupting my, my 911 call, so I just ignored it. But then she sent me this text like, hey, I'm here, don't see you. I told 911 she was there and the officers were only minutes away, but who knows how long that meant, especially after I'd given them such a scattered account of the events in my panic. I just felt overwhelmed with guilt because my rational mind said the odds of her being a decoy girl for some large scam targeting, targeting pizza guys were low and the odds of her being the intended victim of a predator were high. So I put my 911 call back on mute where I could hear them but they can't hear me and I turned back, heart absolutely pounding out of my chest, compulsively muttering fuck, 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 fuck the entire way. When I took 911 off mute and told them I had returned to look for the girl, they weren't happy about that. But they I saw, weren't. yeah. But I saw her meandering past the parked cars in the street, looking to see if one was mine. I waved her down, flashing my brights. She bounced over to the window of my car, happy-go-lucky. I figured that was a good sign that she wasn't in on whatever this was, but was just so scared to be back in that general area and did not know what had happened or what was going on. I kept whispering, "Get in, get in," and she was like, "Get it, huh? Oh, you want me to get the pizza from the back?" I didn't want to make the same mistake with her that I had made with 911. So instead of trying to tell her the whole story, I stuck to the basic facts. There was a man in your bushes. I'm on the phone with the police. I don't know where he is right now. Please get in the car so we can lock the doors. I was barely able to even get those sentences out. I was shaking like I had 10 cups of black coffee. Oh, I held up my phone with 911 on the screen to verify it for her. I thought that she this was why I thought that was why she entered the car with no full explanation. But turns out, that wasn't entirely it. Oh god. <laughs> She's gonna kill him! You still there? Is she still with you? Are you safe? Is anyone else there? 911 kept checking in, not knowing who the third party I was talking to was. I reassured them, and we drove, more cautiously this time, to a location 911 instructed us to wait at to speak with police after they cleared the area. She's gonna try to kill him. Maybe, I don't know, cause it says vic uh, running into a victim of kidnapping, so I don't know. Um, I didn't actually have to do much after that. The police came pretty soon after a police car met us. I gave a statement telling them everything I observed and she went to go speak to more officers in more detail than they needed me for. 
It turns out that the reason she got right into a strange pizza guy's car without probing any deeper into my story is because she knew who the man was right away from my description. Oh, God. <laughs> this is going to be great, huh? She had had... It's a great start. Yeah. She had an abusive ex-boyfriend who was apparently psychotic enough that he imme- immediately came to mind from hearing, there's a guy in your bushes. <laughs> she later called us to to thank me and insisted on leaving a huge tip. I wasn't there when the call came in, so the kid who answered didn't know how to refuse to didn't know to refuse to accept the money. But the manager already promised the next time we see her, we can load her up with enough one free pie cards to last a lifetime. I love that. Easily the scariest thing that has ever happened to me, on the job or off. I don't get the chance to tell the story much because I try to avoid sharing it with anyone who sharing it with anyone who could possibly know the girl or know the event. But I'm still not the same sense. Even though I've I know he didn't have anything to do with me directly, this truly shook me to my core. So, man in the bushes, let's not meet. First of all, <laughs> first of all, why would you do that? Why? I mean, Who? I kind of understand. Who? Why? Like, like him? Why? Or the boyfriend? Why? Like Her all ex. of them? Why? <laughs> Except for the girl, I'm rooting for her. But well, yeah, but like, one one was low key annoying because they were like, "You shouldn't have done that." Right. <laughs> but like, she got in the dude's car. Yeah. Like an idiot. Yeah. I mean, if you already have an abusive, psychotic boyfriend, yeah, why would you get in some stranger's car? Even if he had been delivering pizza to her for however long, we don't know. Fair. He did seem genuinely concerned, though, and he wouldn't have been on the 911 call to where they could hear him. Well, yeah, If fair. he intended to murder her, though. So, fair. that's probably why she trusted him. Yeah. And then him, I understand why he would have, like, went to pee in his bushes, but, like... But, like... Um... If there was a drugstore down the street... And she said she was going to be five minutes late. I would have gassed it to the drugstore. Yeah. But maybe... I mean, logic, man. I mean, he said he was about to, like, pee his pants, though. So I get it. Like, I get it. I mean, yeah. I get it. You know? And then the dude in a bush. My guy. Yeah. There are better places to hide. Even if it was just in a car with all the lights off hiding in the back seat. I mean, obviously... It wasn't a bad hiding spot because the one guy didn't see him, even well, though he yeah, went to the and bush And it was to in pee. the dark. Yeah. So the girl but obviously wouldn't wasn't... have seen him. Fair. I was to say, but he wasn't necessarily paying attention. Why do when I think of whoever that man was, I picture the one guy from Ninety Day Fiance. With a thick neck. Yes. Yes. I picture him, but the like, guy with the thick yeah, neck. Yeah. Or the one guy off in Practical Jokers. You know the one, oh right? My God, yes. Yeah. Like thin a knit tank top and like a brown hat and like weird khaki shorts or like those weird nerdy guys who once they get a girlfriend and it's like for like a joke you know like the popular girl jokingly asks him out and then they break up he's like stalker like stalks her yeah that's what i think of like that stereotype you know that's what i thought of like 
the one tall skinny guy with glasses from Try Guys. Yeah, definitely. I think his name is like Keith or something. I think him almost. Yeah, I think so too. Or like um, JD from Heather's comes to mind, but JD's well, like yeah. hot, so we can't compare the yeah, two. Yeah, no, we can't do that. <laughs> um, let's see. This story's not long. You could Let me probably read a story. Yeah, you could read this story if you wanted to. Okay. Just make sure you give credit. But and that just sounded like a really almost not yeah. real story. So this next story that Ember's going to read is on the same subreddit. Who's it by? Um, you slash pineapple. <laughs> That's not pineapple. Pipe a pipe. Pipe pipe. It's like P I P A pipe. By the way, you don't have to say you slash pipe a oh. pipe. You can just be like. I don't read on Reddit. You can I'm just sorry. be like user. It's just you slash is short oh, for that. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I don't read Reddit. Like ever. Um, what's the story called? It's called Hey, Don't Worry. I'm a good guy. Yikes. That's already. That's Red already. Let's just put on my rose glasses so I can read this innocently. Oh, my God. Exactly. Okay. Okay, so it says, Hi, first of all, I just want to say English is my second language. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so please forgive me if I make any mistakes, grammatical or spellings, in this story. I'm about to t- in this story, I'm about to tell you all. Uh, as a backstory, I am from I'm from Malaysia, and the story ha- happened in one of the international airports there. Oh no! I came from the East Malaysia, and I came from East Malaysia. Jeez, I don't know how to English. And I was a student at one of the local university in Peninsula, Peninsula, Malaysia. You can't travel to Peninsula Malaysia by land because the peninsula. And East Malaysia is separated by the South China Sea. So, of course, the fastest way to get to the peninsula is by flight or some... Uh, or for some reason, I... Is by flight or for some reason, I really like taking the last flight of the night to get my destination... To get to my destination. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I... I'm really Here. bad at reading. Like, I'm pretty positive I have some sort of. Um. So sorry. Dyslexia. <laughs> How do you not remember <laughs> that? You even sounded like her when you said it. You were like, dyslexia. <laughs> dyslexia. I'm sure I'm dyslexic in some sort. Anyways, no offense to people who actually are dyslexic. No offense. Anyways, um. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, okay, I get it. Okay. I usually travel alone and I mostly keep to myself as I am as I am an introvert and don't really like talking to strangers. But it's a nice that's a nice trait to have, you know. Very. Before the thought before that night, I haven't really encountered any problems with weird people as the airport tended to be busy and I always stayed in an area filled with other people. Oh my god. Minding their own business and in flight. I would, and in flight, I would just read or listen to some music. I also tended to just ignore the person sitting next to me. One flight. (laughs) (laughs) 
one, one night, night my <laughs> flight was un- was unfortunately delayed. We were supposed to reach our destination close to midnight, but with the delay, we would reach the airport close to 2 a.m. I remember being frustrated because I know it will be hard to get an Uber that late. I sighed and then just decided that I would spend the night at the airport and grab an Uber the next morning to my university. No big deal, I thought. People do this all the time, I thought, so I relaxed into my seat. Uh, I forgot to mention that during the flight, I was supposed to sit in the middle. Oh, no. I hate sitting in the middle on flights. Um, but when everyone was seated, but when everyone was seated and I noticed that the aisle seat was empty, I moved there. This was when I noticed the guy sitting on the window seat was acting strange. He kept looking at me and was trying to get my oh my god it was trying to get my attention but i ignored him with all with all my might because i was just tired and i don't really want to have a conversation with a stranger yikes you don't look at uh, someone like that when you want to have a conversation you're not like <laughs> like staring at them yeah you don't like glance back and forth from them and like awkwardly wave to them to make a conversation like maybe if there's something wrong with them and you want to politely point it out but even then don't you know that's just kind of common knowledge Mm, so red flag number one exactly (laughs) um i just closed my eyes and pretended to sleep i remember it was really cold inside and was thinking about just turning off the ac on top of my seat but didn't really want to move because then the guy would know i'm awake and uh, and I will be forced to engage in a conversation with him. It was a two and a half hour flight after all, and I don't want to have a conversation during the flight. Then suddenly I feel a whole lot colder than before, and I opened my eyes just a little to figure out what was going on. Then I saw the guy actually adjusting both the AC from the top of his seat and also the AC from the middle seat to face me. Oh, my God. Yikes. Red flag number just, two. Just to wake her up and make her cold. We should keep a counter for this. Dang. Oh, my God. Um, I got very annoyed, but I'm not actually someone who likes to confront people for anything. So I just sucked it up and closed my eyes, even though I was now... Even though I was now shivering and just sort of hugged myself uh, and continued to ignore this guy. I honestly don't know what the guy was thinking doing. (laughs) I honestly don't know what the guy was thinking doing that to me. I think with this person having English as their second language does not help me at all. Well, I think their writing's actually pretty good. Like... Yeah, it's just, like, there's some things I, like, usually mm-hmm. don't read or, like, yeah. understand. Anyways. Off-topic off thing, people who have English as their second language, 90% of the time, I think, speak English better than, like, than most the Americans in England. England? England's? Eng- English people. Mm-hmm. British people. There So, like, the go. people who Londonese. have it as their native <laughs> yeah. language. Yeah, their first language. Like, people with English as their second language speak it a lot better than people who have it as their first language. Right. You know? Yeah. 
Okay, continue. Okay. Um. I thought. I thought he was done doing whatever he was doing and wouldn't bother me anymore after that, right? Uh, after all, I didn't respond to whatever the heck he was doing, even though I'm suffering in silence now from the cold. Oh, sorry. Gotta get a slurp. Have to take a drink. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. After all, I did. Uh, silence from the cold. However, when the air host, uh, hostesses started to distribute the prepaid meals to the passengers and he noticed that I didn't have a meal when he got his, he suddenly tapped my shoulder and I just tensed up and looked at him in alarm because I really don't like being touched by people due, some, due to some childhood trauma, this poor woman. But this guy doesn't but this guy doesn't seem to notice my reaction to him and just smiled at me bruh oh that's like two red flags he touched you and then he smiled smiled at you like i don't care if i don't have a meal leave me alone that's none of your business right like i'm obviously trying to sleep (laughs) we're up to four now we're up to four now and we're not even halfway through the story (laughs) this is great (sighs) okay keep counting with us guys And just smiled. Ugh. Oh, by the way, we're not like laughing and being weird about this because like, we think we're what like happened is cringe. funny. We're just like cringe, yeah. feel bad laughing, you know? Yeah, we're like, oh my god. Like, I would yikes. hate Because we are introverts, like to everybody out mm-hmm. in the public. Like, we have social anxiety so bad at least plus, i do yeah me and too. i know yours isn't the best plus she's you know ember's lesbian <laughs> let's get that out of the way so yeah. she doesn't like men in the first place and i although i am bisexual i genuinely j- don't just don't men like no men. Eh, eh. Men can <laughs> like uh uh-uh, no. no that's already a thumbs down for right, me gross. so anyway. they're scary anyways yeah so we're not laughing we're just like cringing and like awkward laughing Mm-hmm. Because we genuinely feel bad. Yeah. Okay, so this is the guy. Hey, I noticed that you don't have a meal. Aren't you hungry? You know what? You know what? You can have my meal. He said, and I was just looking at him before saying, no, it's okay, and smiled un- uncomfortably. But he insisted and even... Oh, my God. Kill me. Okay. And... Uh, no, it's okay, and... I'm so sorry. I'm so illiterate. But he insisted and even got me to lower my table and forcing me to accept his meal. Yikes. That's up to six now. Exactly. (laughs) Then he ordered another meal for himself and started telling me that he can't eat alone after seeing me. Seven. We should have like ten extra for that. That's more like 16. Hold up. We're at 16 red flags now. (laughs) If y'all could uh. see my face, I. If y'all could see my face, she looks like. Oh my god, I terrified, can't even describe it. Horrified, cringe. Oh my, Jesus. Okay, okay. We're um, up to sixteen. <laughs> that is so gross. Okay, he said he felt sorry for me and that it was in his nature to help people 17 <laughs> exactly and he, then he just watched me eating his meal with a big grin on his face can you like make sure 18. that this doesn't start turning off uh-huh okay um yeah like okay um he didn't even touch his meal until after i was done 
Now, if the meal wasn't prepared by the airline and it was still sealed, I would definitely think he put something in the meal. But then I thought maybe I was just being paranoid. Maybe he really was just trying to be helpful. Ugh. Um, even though I felt extremely uncomfortable and he was being a little forceful. He even moved to the middle seat to be closer to me. 19. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you're not being paranoid. This is nasty. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I, oh, my God, you know who, you know what this really makes me think of now? Hmm. The 90 Day Fiance thick neck guy. <laughs> Very. And then this girl, she's in college. Mm-hmm. And this is like a full on grown man. Like, she's probably like 19 and he's probably like 60. Because I hate Grey's Anatomy. I know I'm talking, not Grey's Anatomy. Oh my God. 50 Shades of Grey. So you don't All watch the Grey's are the same. But 50 Shades of Grey. I've never watched it. But I've seen several clips, and I've seen movie reviews, so I feel entitled. <laughs> so I feel um, entitled. I don't like Grey's Anatomy, because it's got a lot of flags for me, because the like guy's, Grey's like, Anatomy. all weird. He Or not Grey's Anatomy, oh my god. Fifty Shades, Shades of, of Grey. I don't like Fifty Shades, because the guy's all weird, and he, like, buys her shit. Just to like make her be like, oh, all right, I'll go into your weird ass sex dungeon. And then middle aged white women who want to fantasize about that because their husband has erectile dysfunction are like, <laughs> oh my god, this is true romance. I love it. <laughs> like, no, this is literally a sex dungeon in exchange for money. I don't think this is how this works. And that's the type of vibes this is giving me. It's like the guy from Grey's Anatomy. Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades. Shut up. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry, guys. Okay. We're, like, illiterate. Anyway. Continue. Um. Sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, he even moved to the middle seat to be close to me. He then asked me what my name was and told me mm-hmm. his name was Sam. And okay. that he worked somewhere in the peninsula. <laughs> 21 you don't tell your personal information to people and ask of them because then they feel entitled to and tell they you know and now oh they feel entitled to tell you if you tell them about yourself exactly like bro what um i just nodded and then he asked me where i was from and why i was going to the peninsula I gave him a short but honest answer just to be polite. When I told him I was a student at one of the local universities there, he then asked me how I was going to get my university at this hour. What? Oh, no. No! I stupidly said, oh, I'm just going to spend the night at the airport. I'm used to it. First of all, that was stupid. Like, Stupid mistake number one. I got those grumblies in my tummy. She can't help it. She's tired. It's like two in the morning for her. I mean, so yeah. I would probably do that too. I would have said it too. Because you know how I be, but I feel bad. I feel bad for that. I would have, like, thought about it first. I would have just been like, a weird, creepy old guy trying to talk to me. (laughs) Yeah. No. I mean, she, (laughs) uh, what was I going to (laughs) say? I don't know. Um... You know what? I don't know what I was going to say. Continue. Okay. <laughs> Nothing. That makes this is the guy. Better. This is the guy. You ready? What? 
No, that's too dangerous for a girl as pretty as you. 22. He said before continuing, you know what? My brother has a place not far from the airport. Why don't you stay with me? 23, 4, 4, 23. This isn't. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I wouldn't like even it. accept that if, like, my significant other told me that. Like, right, I still would be like your brother. A place. Like, nah, fine. I'll sleep in the handicap stall in the public restroom rather than that. I don't exactly know. like bread. No. <laughs> no, honey, no. Okay, 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 okay. Um, why don't you stay with me? Oh, don't worry. My sister-in-law is there. You won't. You wouldn't be alone. Ugh. Don't worry. I'm a good Ugh. person. Okay, that's like he thirty-three. Said, he said, still with that big grin on his face. Okay, that's like thirty-eight now. <laughs> I can't like like just the ten numbers. for like. Don't worry. I'm a good guy. And then like eight, five An more for whatever five? else. Yes. Just because? Are you kidding me? That's disgusting. I'll, I'll bet you we reach 100, or at least at red least, flags. At least 69. If you we know re- how? You know. You know how many red? How big are the red flags? Like the size of those giant American flags that are by car dealerships. Okay. That are like outside schools. Like the pole is the same thickness as like, like outside like schools. Mm-hmm. Like, the pole is the same thickness as a redwood tree, okay? <laughs> like, it's one of those So flags. it could fill up, like, a football stadium. Yes, it's one of those flags. Okay. And there's, like, 38 of them. So it's, like, um, that's covering, like... And, it's, and we're probably going to get to, like, 100. Yeah. So, if we don't football fail. If we don't make it to 100, I'm at least betting on 69. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Just because it's 69. Yeah, you know, I gotta be like that. Okay. By the way... Oh, never mind. Okay. Um. Uh, I'm sorry, I lost track. Don't worry, my sister, that you won't be alone. Uh, Don't worry, I'm a okay, good person. Okay, with his grin on his face. I immediately be- become afraid... I immediately become afraid and quickly said no while shaking my head. There will be a lot of people at the airport. I'm used to it. Um, I said, but he ignored me and be- began to chatter happily, not caring whether I answered him or not. Just leave it alone. You'll be okay. Um, at one point, he even asked me if I was single and asked for my phone number, and I just gave it to him, but was planning to block his number if he ever tried to contact me or something. Oh, God, that's 41. Girl. We're at 41. Girlfriend. I'm so sorry. Uh, you should He even made a few comments about my looks and how he found me so cute and that I looked so lost. So he just had to say something to me. That's 47 now. <laughs> She's going to her home place. Think about that. Because she said she was going to the peninsula. And that's where she's from. Did she tell him what university? Did it ever say that? Well, then again, she can't list what university because she's not putting her name and stuff in this for a reason, which is her own privacy. So I respect 
that she's not putting like. She said she would go into one name. of the local ones there. Yeah. So. So that would have should have already told you. Mm-hmm. And if she was talking in, I guess like the language they talk there, if they don't speak English, obviously. You yeah. know. Definitely. Like you, or even if she was talking English, I'm sure she had some kind of accent. Mm-hmm. Not, like, being stereotypical or anything, yeah. but, like, still. This isn't okay. <laughs> no. No. Um. No. Oh, God, no. Please, no. 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 Stop. Oh, my Get God. some help. Michael Scott, you are amazing. Anyways. All day. Hmm. Stop. Stop. Get some help. Okay, anyways. Okay, anyways, I deeply apologize. Um, child, anyways. So. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. I'm trying to find. It's this Okay. At this point, I began thinking about my option. For some reason, I didn't think about approaching one of the air hostesses for help because technically... He hadn't done anything wrong to me, but I felt scared anyhow. I decided that I would get out as fast as I can, as fast, get out as fast as I can as soon as we landed and ditch this guy just to be safe. I don't know, maybe I'm just, I don't know, maybe I'm just being an idiot, but I have had several encounters with creepy people before that it was so bad that my few friends and cousin called me the weirdo magnet Ooh. due to my um, naivety ni- yeah that um so no i'm not taking any chances after all i was a first year student and had just started university and i didn't have anyone that i can really call my friends yet so yeah I'm on my own. That's mean. That means she's like 18 or 19. She has to she's be. She's a baby. This has man to has be. to be like 40. He's got a sister-in-law. And, and his brother has, has a, a house. Job. Yeah, and his brother has a house that's big enough to house an extra person, apparently. So, assuming all that's true, and he's not just going to date rape her in a car, um... This man has to be, like, around my papa's age or older, so he probably has a kid that's my age or older, assuming Or some kind of, like, niece kids. or nephew. Yes. That's disgusting. Our age. Or her age, even. even. That's even worse. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, just keep reading. Disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Um, so, back to the story. The plane landed, and I get, and I tried to get out. As fast as I can, but I have a hand carry luggage and it was slowing me down. Sis, ditch it. Sam was standing behind me the whole time, and once we get on the ground, he actually held my hand as if it was the most natural thing to okay, do. Okay, that's like another 10 red flags. We're at 57. Don't Keep counting, touch guys. me, sir. <laughs> that's Hello. like the second time he's touched do her. Do not touch me. We're adding 10, like, 10 points for every touch touch moment because yeah, no because that's uh, i feel like nasty. sam's a fake name for somebody who lives in malaysia so kudos to her for still keeping this guy's identity secret even Maybe. though he's being a total fucking butt raper but we're not going to talk about that oh, yeah. um, um sam was standing behind and <laughs> i froze i was really i was really scared and i honestly didn't know what to do i absolutely 
absolutely hated it when people touched me. Introverts not liking to talk to people. You know, mm-hmm. don't touch me. You know. Um. Mm-hmm. I absolutely hate when people. My family never hugged me, and my very few friends knew that I hated being touched unless I tell them it's okay to touch me. And this stranger just hold my hand without saying anything. I know I should do something, maybe scream for help, but I just stood there and froze. And like the idiot I am, just followed this stranger. I feel like I feel like she's doing all this because she's scared, tired, mm-hmm. and practically clueless at this point Plus, to no. what she should do. And she doesn't like talking to people, so asking mm-hmm. for help isn't really an option here plus for all my friends with anxiety out there personally i don't have very bad anxiety i'd say i have like normal social anxiety but um i can say from the people i've met that if you are in a socially bad situation and somebody's just kind of like being really persuasive and weird you because they haven't technically done anything wrong. He hasn't technically done anything wrong to her yet. He just, you know, touched her. So, well, he hasn't technically groped her. And well, yeah, but, you know. But like, so, she can't really say he did anything bad. Because he hasn't verbally abused her. He hasn't told her he wants to do things. He hasn't... All he said was he wants to help her get a place to stay, technically... Give her food. Asked for her phone number. Asked for her name and number. Held her hand. Held her hand. Asked her school. Tapped why her. Why she was there. Smiled at her. Weird. And asked for where she went to school and her reasoning. Yeah. That's, um, so he hasn't technically done anything wrong, but by, like, literal standards of anything other than the law and date rapers, that is very wrong, and... That is no. very wrong, never let anybody do go yeah. that far. But for people with social anxiety, I understand that if somebody is acting like this to you, and they technically haven't done anything wrong yet, you feel bad telling them to stop. Right. You feel guilty, even though technically they've wronged you in some sense, whether or not that be legal or just you don't enjoy what they're doing and they should stop because it's uncomfortable and they really shouldn't be doing it. So I completely understand what she's dealing with because it, it's hard. Because you think, you think you're going to like disappoint them or make them angry or sad at you because you and told if you them have no social anxiety you that's the last thing you want to do and that's amped make up somebody by like mad sad disappointed or uncomfortable mhm like i have i have that kind of social anxiety where it's like if i go to my friend's house and i go to the bathroom and the bathroom's downstairs but i come like i hear people come in like the house i will stay locked in that bathroom <laughs> You know? Yeah. I will do that. I got I've you. done it before. I've done it at my own aunt's house. I'll fucking do it again. <laughs> I've done it before. Now fucking do it again. Yeah. But we get we get what she's dealing with. It's right. Like we we understand, but still so <laughs> Um Then we walked past the bathroom and I got and I suddenly got an idea. I told Sam I needed to go to the bathroom. At first he said no no time because his brother is here and we need to hurry up. But I insisted 
I'm going and said I really, really have to pee. And I wasn't lying either. So he sighed and said, okay. I got hopeful. Maybe I can escape from this guy. So I started to drag my stupid luggage to the bathroom. But this guy stopped me and told me he can look after my luggage for me. Don't do that. Yeah, no. Do not do that. Um, I said no thanks, but he just grabbed my luggage from my hand and told me to hurry up. So I walked uh, to the bathroom okay. and stayed there for a bit, panicking. 59. I thought about... <laughs> I remember that my laptop was inside that luggage. Oh. And it has all the important documents that I <laughs> needed for my study. I tried to call somebody, but my phone was dead. I started to tear to tear up a bit and decided to just ditch my stupid luggage and run away somehow. But I must have taken too much time in the bathroom because then I heard someone enter the bathroom and call my name. Yeah. It was Sam. My heart dropped. Yikes. I slowly got out from the bathroom, fully convinced that this was it for me. I'm doomed. Now you would think that I could ask for someone's help or just approach one of the staff for help. I know I should, but as soon as he, but as soon as he touched my, touched uh, me, as soon as he touched me, my skin crawled and I just got really scared again. Yikes. And since it was already very late and we were really the last flight to arrive that night, there were very few staff around and those that were working were engaged in something else or were surrounded by other passengers probably asking for help about accommodation for the night or something. I just watched them helplessly, hoping someone might notice my distress, but everyone just ignored me. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay, so, um, what was I going to say? Crap, hold on, give me a second. This poor girl. Just give me a moment. (laughs) Um, um, how is, there we go, how is this guy so blindly either, either he, like, is so fucking stupid but also fucked up that he can't tell that she's obviously uncomfortable, or he literally is just dismissive of it because he wants to rape. <laughs> like, like he, he either wants to kidnap this girl. He either can't tell because he's so into having sex or doing something with this woman, or he literally can tell she's uncomfortable and doesn't care because again he wants to rape and have sex with this woman. Right. It's either or. Really, take your pick, and they're both horrible. So I don't know. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune, man. <laughs> Uh, keep slapping the table because I can't. Uh, okay, um, I'm sweaty, making me uncomfortable. While walking towards his brother's car, his brother's car, he told me to tell his brother that I'm his girlfriend, and that to just stay quiet and he'll do all the talking. Okay, we're at sixty-two. <laughs> then I thought maybe I could ask his brother for help and just send me to my university instead of going to wherever this guy's planning to take me. But then I started thinking that it was, that what if his brother doesn't believe me? I mean, between family and a stranger, who would be, who would you believe, right? Plus, maybe I'm being stupid and Sam was really helping me even though he was forceful and wouldn't let go of me. 
Maybe he was just overly nice. That's not overly nice. That's, oh, can I get you a drink and then put some fucking, I don't even know what kind of drug they put, they roofie drinks with, but some kind of shit in her drink. Like, he's that kind of person. What's the, what's, they had it in Riverdale. You don't watch Riverdale, so you're going to be no help. He sounds like a really major nice guy. You know, you know the type. Like, I'm a good guy, I swear. Why don't these literally, women want to fuck me? Literally you know? the name of the thing. Like, a lady don't will worry, be like, hey. Don't worry, I'm a good guy. Hey, don't tell me I'm beautiful and ask me for nudes, dude. And then they'll be like, what the fuck? Like, five minutes later after they were like, um, waifu, you're pretty. You know? Like, you know, now oh that God. you just said waifu, that's kind of great. Yeah, and I hate that the media, like, sort of romanticizes this behavior. Like, again, Fifty Shades will ever hate. Okay, so after this, you want to, like, love up? After, after this, this story? story? Oh, yeah. Because this episode is getting long, 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 long. <laughs> and, and we I, deeply apologize for that. And we understand if you don't want to sit through this whole thing. And if you made right. it this far, we're very, very, very proud of you. Very proud. <laughs> because we are boring, honestly. Yeah, very. Anyways. Um, seeing no other choice, I sadly got into the car with them. Now as... Now I'm not good with... Now I'm not good with cars, but I remember the car... I got into with these strangers is a black double cabin helix, but I didn't see the plate number. Lovely. Um, so we drove for about an hour, and all the time I was scared, and this guy wouldn't let my hand go. Okay. I noticed the brother keep looking at me through the mirror, and I was even more scared and uncomfortable. Then they brought me to this condo. I was hoping that there really was a sister-in-law and that all of this was just a huge, stupid misunderstanding. We're at 63. <laughs> yep. But then his brother told me that his wife is not home. 64! And that she was visiting some family member and will only be back tomorrow. That's a flat-out lie. 65. That is a big lie. That's like, I bet you his shitter. wife... This was forced. Yeah. I bet, I bet, I bet him and his brother, he found her in this, um, airplane. And he called his brother while she was in the bathroom, probably. Like, got, like, that mm-hmm. airplane Wi-Fi. And he was, and was like, like, texting his brother, like, bro, I got another one. <laughs> yeah. Be like, hey, I just noticed. Uh, I just remembered where I outside. found this cute university girl on the plane, and, like, we could totally do some freaky shit and film it, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, you yeah. Just tell her the wife's gone. She'll be okay with it. You know, like that. That was gross. Time okay. for some non-conventional Anyways, stuff. anyway. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Sorry. <sighs> Big trigger warning. I know it's 55 almost minutes into this, but trigger warning. I deeply apologize. Um. Okay. But, uh, so, Sam... I don't know what to think about anymore. So Sam told me I can I can stay in his room and tomorrow morning he take me back to my university. Sixty seven. Yep. I didn't really want to go to his room but I don't really want to stay in the living room with the two men that I don't know. He showed me his room and then handed me my luggage back and I just locked the door. 
So I just sit. Did she? Wait, she locked the door? For what? Huh? So I just sit in his bed looking at the door. My heart was pounding like mad. For a while, nothing happened. Then I heard a knock on the door. I tried to be quiet because uh, maybe whoever it was will leave me alone thinking I had gone to sleep. It's Sam. Are you awake? He said in a quiet, oh, yeah, in a quiet voice. Um, I just needed to talk to you for a bit. When I didn't say anything, I heard the doorknob was being turned. But I locked it so he can't get in. Hey. Um, then it was quiet again for a bit. Until I heard the jingle of a key in my heart dropped. 75. We're at 75. a 10 for that shit. Oh my god. Um, when I realized he had a key and he was trying to get inside, uh, I hurriedly told him to wait and I opened the door just a bit. Sam was there smiling at me again. Um, was smiling at me again. Oh, I thought you were sleeping. Why did you lock the door? He asked. What do you want? I'm tired. I just really want want to rest. I told him and tried to shut the door, but he pushed the door and prevented me from shutting the door properly. 76. Sam, please just leave me alone for now. I'm really tired. I told him, but he wouldn't budge. Hey, what's wrong? I'm really, I'm really a good person. Seventy-seven. You have nothing to fear from me. Seventy-eight. You can trust me. Seventy-nine. He said, at his point, I got another idea. Oh, yeah? Prove it. Give me your IC, which... Good job, girlfriend. (laughs) Malaysian identification card. They call it, like, IC for, like, identification card instead of, like, ID identification. Anyways, um, I said, and to my surprise, he said, okay. And he really did give me his IC. See, I'm not lying to you. 80, that's a damn lie. He is lying. Let's be honest here. He has to be lying. I'm sorry, there's people talking. Because, you know, um, ICs don't show. <laughs> if Do ICs like where? show if you're a sex offender? I'd hope so. They should. They should. If they don't, that's kind a of A registered offensive. sex offender? Yeah. I am a registered sex offender. <laughs> um... See, I'm not lying to you, he told me. So, yeah, I got his card and saw that his name really was Sam, but that doesn't mean anything. The card seems legit, but he's still a stranger to me. Long story short, he got inside the room and locked the door behind him. So it was was just him and me trapped inside the room. He tried to have a conversation with me and tried to get me to sit down with him on the bed. But as soon as I tried to get close, as soon as he tried to get close to me, I just stood up and tried to get to the door. In which point, he proceeded to grab my hand and tried to get and tried to get away from him. And I finally screamed and told him to go away. I don't remember much about what happened next, but the next thing I know, I heard his brother's voice calling for us and asking what happened. And he was banging on the door. Now I was crying hysterically and struggled to open the door while Sam just sat on his bed looking at me, seemingly stunned as if he didn't do anything wrong. Yikes. <laughs> I finally managed to get the door open and at th- and at this point I was sobbing and told his brother I wanted to leave now. 
in that I didn't want to be there anymore. Uh, somehow I convinced his brother to just drive me to my university. Of course, somehow, uh, of course the gate was locked and the security guard there told me that I had to walk to my dorm because he can't let any car inside after midnight. And I just said it was fine and walked the rest of the way, but I didn't care and didn't want his brother to find out where I find out where I stayed for fear that they might come back and search for me. I was I was exhausted and I remember telling my friends back home about what happened the next day after getting some much needed rest and they dismissed it in saying that I was being dramatic and it was actually romantic. I hate it. I hate it when people romanticize those things like Fifty Shades of Grey. Nasty. Again, Nasty. same thing. Yeah. Same energy. Nasty. Same energy. Nasty. Alright. Yeah, they actually, they actually think it was romantic and I, in quotes, missed a good opportunity to find a boyfriend. And I was like and I was like, what the heck? We Which ought to part add was- ten red flags for that, sorry. Exactly. Which ninety two. Which part was even romantic? The part where he practically dragged me to come with him even though I repeatedly said no or the part where he locked me in his room with him. <coughs> what the actual fuck? Oh, and I still had his IC but kind of forgot but kind of forgot I had it with me until I arrived at my room and kind of just lost it and cried but <coughs> <laughs> and arrived at my room and kind of just lost it and cried silently and realized I was still holding his damn IC and cried harder. Waking up my waking up my roommates. I didn't know I didn't know them that much, but they kind of helped me <coughs> and I told them bits and bit, pieces. And I told them bit and, bits and pieces of what happened to me. But honestly, I wanted to sleep and forget anything ever happened. For a week, I lived in terror, and I refused to go out of the dorm in in fear, in fear that Sam and his brother might come back. Sam did text me and called me a few times, asking about his IC and asked me to hang out with him, and his brother, again, um, to hang out. Oh my God, with him and his brother again, as if nothing happened and everything was fucking fine. And then he told me he went to my university looking for me, and I freaked out. I asked my roommates to drop his card with the security guard and told Sam to just pick it up there, but he never came. I blocked his number after that. I ended up dropping out of the university a few weeks later, but for a different reason. Oh, okay, Unrelated that's good. <laughs> to this story and moved back with my family in East Malaysia, as you should. Now, I don't know if I'm actually being overdramatic about what happened that night, and I don't really care if anyone believed me, but it felt good to finally let this off my chest, as it sh- as you should. And mm-hmm. I don't really know what would have happened that night if I didn't scream and convince his brother to send me back to my university. But Sam, the supposedly good guy, let's never meet again. Ever. Ever. That was like... Good job writing that. I'm proud of you. Even though 
That I don't, was a very long story. I don't know who you are. She posted it yesterday. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who you are, and I know you'll never see this. Here. But you're great at English, for one, so don't right. worry for about being grammar being your errors. second language. And you are a beautiful person, not in a weird way. And you don't... You didn't deserve what happened. And I'm happy that you got yourself out of that situation. And I'm so sorry that he tried to do Listen to this ever. comment. Listen to this comment. Hold on. Because... Okay. This one comment said, I don't mean to be rude, honestly. I don't mean to be rude. Honestly, you need to learn about boundaries. It sounds to me that you were raised to be a nice girl. Nice girls need to learn about boundaries. And then Her she name replied. Her Dog's mom. That's probably yep. like a middle-aged woman. Exactly. So then she replied, to be honest, I was raised exactly to be like that. My childhood wasn't a happy one either. I can't raise my voice. I can't say no when anyone asks me to do anything, even though I'm uncomfortable with it. I'm not even allowed to talk if my parents were talking. No asking questions either. Just do what they said and just do what they said I have have to do. Just do what they said I have to do. And the worst thing ever was when I'm playing with my siblings if we were being too loud, my dad would scream at me because I'm the oldest. Not allowed to have toys of my own, but just have to watch from the sideways when my uh, when my dad bought expensive toys for my brother. Even when he wanted to share his toys with me, my dad would scream at me, telling me I will break slash dirty the toys and told me not to touch them. When doing household chores, because it was a duty as a girl, he would scream at me regardless of whether I did or didn't do a good job. So I guess that's why I'm a little scared of every male that came close to me. So maybe that's why I just went with it, even though I was scared. Good job, Queen. You responded. Pop off. You responded to that in the most polite yet shut down way possible. And then this lady said, oh, hun, I'm so sorry. Well, of course you had problems asserting yourself with this guy's in. Ma'am, what? Honestly, I saw at we least six, six points, points at which, which I would have spoken up. up. Sis, we saw, like, how many? Like, 90? Yeah, but the thing is, she, this lady, if she's saying that, she obviously doesn't have fucking social anxiety. Obviously. And she obviously wasn't raised in the same type of fucking home. Situation. Fucking. So she can't, but she fucking. can't, she's, she has no place to judge. Right. She can spectate. But she can't be like, you should have done this. Because, again, you can't judge. Right, she'll learn boundaries. I'm sure you've never had the same thing happen to you either right. for you to be saying things like this. Like, right. me and Ember aren't judging this woman. We're not telling no. her, you should have done this or this. We're just saying, yikes, not my place to judge. We feel bad. We're commenting on it. But we're not being like, you like should have done this. We're not, like, yeah criticizing yeah we're sympathizing and commenting on it but we're right. not being like you should have done this you're like it's kind of your fault right. like this lady's saying she's not like she's not really blaming the victim but at the same time it feels like it you know what i mean like you could have spoken up like Excuse me. she said very early on i would have spoken up at the air conditioning again you don't have anxiety Right. It's fucking air conditioning. People Although listen. I wouldn't have had to speak up six times because I would have put him in his place early on, very early on. I would have spoken up at the air conditioning. 
I'm gonna I just... really hope that you are willing to work on becoming more assertive. These are things you can do, like going to therapy or reading books about assertiveness <sighs> at your university, which she dropped out of, by the way. There are probably counselors or groups who could help you with that if you are interested. Heck, probably even your friends could help you. I'm just worried because you are really allow yourself to be placed in a situation that could have become extremely dangerous or even life-threatening. Please tell me that you will work on this, okay? Feel free to DM me if you need to talk with somebody or if you need some support. At least she's being nice, but, like, you're not her but mother. But, like, I really hope you're willing to work on becoming more assertive. Excuse me? You're not her mother or her teacher or her sibling or exactly. her relative. Exactly. Don't let this Don't. lady do this. Uh-huh. P.S. I have not reddit but i have seen several people on reddit (laughs) (laughs) i have not read like r-e-a-d it but i have seen several people on reddit um suggest a book entitled the gift for the gift of fear from what i have heard it's an excellent book and it might be something that could help you out best wishes to you no more scary encounters don't talk to her and she said, thank you for your kind words. I will find that book and give it a try. I'm okay now, but I still need a lot of work. But, yes, I'm at least trying. I uh, don't want to end up dead in a ditch somewhere. She took that, and she flipped it the positive way. She was a queen. The lady, or? No. No, like the author. Pipe, pipe. Yeah. She was very respectful, and I respect she that. She <laughs> didn't, like, go off like, bitch. Yeah, and but- she... I'm sure she saw how obviously somewhat victim-shaming that post was. But she didn't want to be like, bitch, get the fuck off my shit. And she didn't say anything. And I'm honestly, I aspire to be that good about those things. Kudos to you, random lady from Malaysia. Hopefully your life is good. (laughs) Alright, that's it for today. Um, That's our first podcast. Feel free to follow our personal accounts on Insta at hollybeard007, and then yours is... Mine is... I <laughs> like how you have to check. EmberK1101. Yep, and then we have Snapchats too, but don't worry about those, really. You ain't gotta be on my Snapchat. Mm-mm, but we, got ha- we have Instagrams, and we'll probably start posting um, updates for podcasts and whatnot on there get a hobby going you know and we wish you well with you know corona covid (laughs) in school don't die wear masks don't be fucking idiots don't go don't vote for trump if you're of voting age please 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 please. i know biden's not any better or but vote for the lesser evil if you're in both and also don't vote for kanye west yeah no Kanye is literally a joke, and he's basically Trump's puppet because he has the exact same ideologies. Yeah, Whether please don't or not, vote for Kanye as yeah. a joke. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Whether or not you would like to believe that is up to you, and we We're just truth-telling. Yeah. We hope you have a lovely day, ghoulies. Day, afternoon, night. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.